You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Sonique Smythe. And Sonique uh, told a nasty story about when she was studying abroad. This week, I sat down with Liz Greenwood, and Liz told me a, uh, a story about when she was visiting New Orleans, and um, her friend her friend took a crazy piss, honestly, but it's, it's more poetic than that. Here's Liz Greenwood. Let's see, this is a story from earlier this year. I went to Mardi Gras uh, with a few of my friends. And it was... Wait, was this 2022 Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras 2022. Well, it wasn't the official Mardi Gras. I didn't actually know it was Mardi Gras when I went to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's kind of the worst case scenario. Like, it was because actual Mardi Gras is like the Tuesday before Lent starts. And it was not a Tuesday. It was like a weekend a couple weeks before that. And oh, so okay. I wouldn't know I didn't, that either. I didn't know that either. I was like, it's not the day that like Mardi Gras. It's not like the day that you eat donuts. It was like. But it's like a month long event. Yeah. So in New Orleans, they have Mardi Gras events like all February. Oh, I guess that makes sense. And so like we get there and it's like, oh, Mardi Gras is already happening. And so there's like parades already happening. And everyone's high on acid and they're covered in feathers basically um so that does sound amazing it was like it was way more that like i was just like we're gonna like go to new orleans expensive to fly i heard it's really expensive to get there during the season so this was it was not it was actually my flight was like 140 round trip i think yeah. yeah it was like i didn't because it was like literally it was like one of the first parades of the mardi gras season um oh there's multiple parades wow. there's like i didn't know any of this until i was there but it was like there's like every there's like several weekends with multiple parades and this was like the first weekend and it was like i don't know the theme was supposed to be covid but it was mostly like sex so it was like floats that looked like a vagina floats that looked like a dick and like people handing out condoms and like it was like practice safe living, but it was just like a condom and like a penis. So I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I was already drunk when I got there. So it's like, it was hard for me to like keep up with the theme, I guess. <laughs> but, um, the theme was I'm already drunk. Yeah. The theme was I'm already drunk and people are doing weird stuff. And I got, <laughs> I didn't know that like at the parades, they like hand out like stickers or like condoms or coasters or like sounds, buttons. And I was really engaged. So yeah. I was like, I want all of the free shit. And then I got home and I was like, I have 14 stickers. <laughs> I, I have a hundred condoms yeah. that I took through TSA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the x-ray box probably zapped right through those. They're yeah. useless now. <laughs> um, but so like, so like the story that was gross happened after all of this. So like we like started drinking. Wait, why did you go down? We went down. It was just girls. It was just like fun weekend. College, I, uh, college friends? Uh, friends from now. Oh, it was my yeah. friend and her other, and her sister and then our <laughs> other friends. So it was like, but we're all friends. And then, the one girl's guy friends were also going to New Orleans. And so we like had this ragtag group of people. Um, but I don't think there was any special reason. I think they just said, I got a text that was like, we're all going to New Orleans if you want to come. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's cheap. Was it? Yeah. Spring, like post pandemic, like, like last May I went to New Orleans too. Cause I was just like, well, I didn't fly. I drove down. Cause I was like, I was like, where can I go without, because flying still felt a little weird, but yeah. I was like, 
I was like, I literally need to travel right now or I'm going to walk into the lake. And, and I, so I drove to Mm -hmm. Louisiana and then literally my friend met me from Minneapolis and they flew. So it like negated the whole, (laughs) like, so, so (laughs) I drove 16 hours by myself and then picked them up at the airport and, uh, (laughs) the traffic was absolutely bonkers because Biden flew in and out the same day. He like came in and like looked at a sewage plant and went, it's good to me and then he left <laughs> the traffic was like unbelievable wow. i was like i was like i've never hated democrats as much as i do right? yeah one time i used to be a consultant and one time i was like coming home from work on a thursday you're like in a different city all week so it's thursday i'm at laguardia i'm like so exhausted ready to go home and all of a sudden they're like we have to wait here for another hour because air force two is taking off and i was like biden <laughs> well I, it, it wasn't yeah and it wasn't even the flight it was literally that they fully stopped all traffic wow so like so, so they like stopped every highway to drive this that's so this annoying. man that is i mean he's got one foot in the grave <laughs> and the other on a banana peel that's what my uncle would say <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said about somebody's dog one time mm-hmm. yeah no i was i was i was irate yeah that's funny but anyway okay right so um so yeah, so we were just like, basically, it was just like, let's go to New Orleans for the weekend because we haven't traveled anywhere together in a while. And yeah, that's a, it's a fun, yeah, it's a fun city. It was a lot of fun. So we started drinking in the brunch hours, I guess, and then <laughs> continued all afternoon. What a, what a way to put that. <laughs> in the morning? In the morning. <laughs> and then, okay, so then we, so we were. Diplomatic way to say. In the um, brunch in the, hours. In the alcoholic hours of the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, we started drinking early, and then, so then we, we got to the parade. We kept drinking. We brought a whole bunch of, we bought a bunch of beer because in New Orleans, I think you can drink anywhere, I guess. And so like we had this like, we somebody went to a convenience store and got like a 12 packs that we had enough to drink while we were like watching this parade. And so the point is we were like drinking on the street for a long time and we had to pee really bad. And it was like, I think for me and my one friend, it was like, Probably the worst I had to pee in like 15 years. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> when you said that, I immediately I flashed back to the worst time I've had to pee in 15 years. And it was stuck on 90 coming into Chicago at like 430 on a Friday. That and was the worst time I've ever had to pee in my life. Was I could feel that. my kidneys like like my back was hurting. I had to pee so bad and I was literally screaming. I definitely have talked about this on this podcast before, but I it, it was like. Like from, from the, I I think I got to, I think I got to, what's the exit before Irving Park? Addison? So like at that one, I was like, cause I, I was just trying to, I, I live off Kimball. I was Mm -hmm. trying to get to Mm -hmm. Kimball and I was like, I was at Addison being like, I I can do it. And between Addison to Irving Park was taking like 15 minutes and I was like I actually cannot make it and I actually don't even think I can make it and to get to this one so we had to and then even just getting off the exit and we pulled over and I had to run into a uh, golden nugget that had a very specific sign on the door that said the bathroom is for customers only. And it, like this poor host, it's like, it's oh, like in the afternoon. Yeah. I was like, can I, I need to please let me, be. I thought she was going to be like, no customers. Only. She was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I seriously, I was like, I was just ready to like fully let loose in my Prius. I, I was <laughs> screaming and my back was hurt. It was. Yeah. That was the worst time I've ever had to pee. It was like, I was on a road trip. 
from California to Boston and oh that's a hell of a road trip we were it was, it was awesome we that's were like the so road trip <laughs> we were coming into Chicago to stay with some friends in Chicago and it was before I lived here and I had to pee so bad and we were like stuck in traffic like on a highway in the south side and it was all people who didn't live in Chicago and the driver was like I can't pull over on the south side it's dangerous and I was oh like calm the fuck on like I had to pee so bad and finally he pulls over and I was like there's a staples like no one's gonna get shot at a fucking staples <laughs> and so I we, two of us both my friend and I both had a pee we go in and like literally I peed for so long that she like also had to pee peed washed her hands and like waited and was like are you still peeing <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, it was it was like a biblical piss I took at the Golden Nugget. Yeah, I, I put the golden in <laughs> Golden Nugget. That's hilarious. So that's the state we're in, and yeah. this like <laughs> line in this restroom. And oh my god, my friend is losing her shit. Like, cause somebody like went in ahead of us and changed her clothes like out of a parade costume. Oh, absolutely, and that it was so rude. We were so stupid. We were at like a gay bar, so there was like only like a single stall for women, and this woman's fucking changing her clothes. She comes out in a different outfit, and we're like, "You fucking kidding me?" Oh my god, read the room. What the fuck? And yeah, <laughs> for, for the listener, um, somebody just stomped on the floor of the Lincoln Lodge very hard. We're down in the basement. Yeah, that was plasters there. sprinkling all around us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she so she is. So this woman changes. We're just like my friend is like drumming up support in the line for like <laughs> we're all going to get in. We're, we're real chanting. Fast. Yeah. yeah, like hurry up. And so like, when it's when like we get to the front of the line. Oh, before we get to the front of the line, that's what she was like. Liz, like go get a plastic cup. And you pee in the toilet and I'll pee in the cup. And I was like, sure. And so I got like, what? Cause she didn't want to wait for me to pee. And yeah, I was yeah. technically first. So I, I go like get so this like a single toilet. It's a single toilet. It's oh, like yeah. a, it's That's like a rough. one room. And she's yeah. like, we're all going together. You can have the toilet. I'll pee in the cup. It's fine. And I'm like, okay, cool. I sneak around and I'm good at stealing. So like I sneak around and like I grab a big plastic cup. It seemed as big as you would need. And like a pint or six, yeah it was like 16 a, ounces yeah it was like a 16 ounce yeah. like plastic like throwaway, but like plastic but like a big 16 ounce cup and so we finally it's our turn and we go in and so I pee in the toilet she like pulls down and starts peeing in the cup and all of a sudden our other friend is in the Which, room too. That's such a power move, by the way. Yeah. You, to to have the <laughs> to have the the like the what am I the what's the word I'm looking for the like the bold or like the uh, the hubris and that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. She's like it's fine. And then our other friend just also like, came in fine. with I us. Won't, I won't go over. Wasn't <laughs> peeing. Yeah. And so she's like it's cool. And so she 16 like sixteen ounces. It's like you drank that. Yeah, drink that that's a good four times. that is a good point because I did not expect her to overflow the cup but that's she that's what a tall boy is you're right she had multiple of those <laughs> and she definitely overfilled it so like this is at eye level because I'm sitting on the toilet and so like I'm like at eye level watching her pee in this cup and then all of a sudden just watching it just like overflow oh god <laughs> and she's like guys I'm peeing on the floor now and uh, I'm like oh she's holding this like full ass cup Wait, of and pee you're still peeing on the i'm toilet? still peeing in the toilet oh, and i'm like you can't use the toilet i'm still peeing if i give you the toilet i'm just gonna pee on the floor and you, our third you gotta, friend you is gotta just keggle that thing off you gotta yeah stop i it. didn't i was like nope no I'm, i mean she does, she does. no she pissed everywhere <laughs> you were there not was, peeing on the floor you, there was you, pee all there was like a puddle like it was like 
like had like depth oh my god (laughs) she peed on the floor and our other friend was just in there too (laughs) just like watching witness (laughs) witness me yeah like she didn't she peed after both of us and like (laughs) there's pee everywhere wait so she just kept peeing she kept overflowed Overflowing, holding the cup. Eventually, she just moved the cup away and just kept, like, peeing on the floor. And I almost feel like this isn't my story to tell, but, like, I was there. Like, It's anonymous. Yeah. And so um, when I did this story, like, at the show, I did say all of their names. But, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, like... Yeah, don't say them because I'm bad at editing. I won't bleep them out. (laughs) That's fine. I also think that... I won't, but she would not care. Um, yeah. But, like, they... So honestly, was, I think it's, like, a cool... I think she seems cool. She's really badass. Like, honestly, she is, like, a super badass. She's just like, I'll piss in the cup. That's fine. And then when she was there, she's just like, See, now yeah. I'm pissing on the floor. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool, too. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't even be sure I could hit the cup, honestly. Yeah. Like, when I have, whenever I go to the gynecologist, they always make me pee in, like, one of those... They're mm-hmm. so tiny. They're, like, a... They're, like, a glorified shot glass. And I'm always like, I don't know if I can even hit this thing. Like... Yeah. I always never have enough urine. Like, I think I just, like, anytime I have a doctor's appointment, I forget that I need to, like, save my urine for it. And I'm Me always, too. like, and working on it. I get nervous, it. too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, holding the cup and being like, do it, you whore. But come on. <laughs> like, you do this every day. <laughs> yeah. No, I always, I always, like, ha- I feel like I always, like, schedule appointments first thing in the morning. And then, of course, like, I wake up and I pee immediately without thinking about how I'm going to need it later. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, why did I pee so much 30 yeah. minutes ago? <laughs> Um, yeah. So then the funny thing is our, like the only like fight that happened was because the third friend who was just watching both of us pee started trying to clean up. And the friend who peed everywhere was like, no, there's a long line. There's not enough time to clean up. They're just going to have to use the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, so they start I don't even know whose side I'm on because there is a long line and the bathroom probably already was pretty it was pretty gross before we went outhousey. in it didn't have a puddle but it was outhousey yeah but yeah if i you know if i dropped about eight ounces of piss on the floor i would i would clean it up certainly yeah <laughs> no she didn't have any intention of cleaning it up and then our other friend started she, cleaning like, and she was like no nope. <laughs> we're leaving we're not even staying at this bar <laughs> you didn't get a drink i bought a drink because i felt guilty yeah. like because then they were fighting and i was like well we'll be here for at least like 10 or 15 minutes i'm gonna buy a drink yeah so while that, they work that plus out. like if i gotta i can take it with me because it's new orleans i'm like i'm gonna like spend some money at this bar because we did piss all over the floor <laughs> yeah you, yeah drop them two bucks probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> like tip them a little bit like sorry <laughs> throw them a bone yeah someone has to, somebody had to clean that and it was definitely not us and you know yeah. not the worst flood to hit new orleans but pretty bad mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> at our live show the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of these some of those stories and the first one is on theme mm. with uh New Orleans debauchery. Nice. Um, so it says, hooked up with a guy and woke up alone in his bed. Asked my roommate to find out what happened since she knew the guy. He he said I left to throw up, came back, we kept going, and then I fell asleep while he was going down on me. 
I was mortified and hid whenever I saw him around campus until a few weeks later when spring break rolled around and we sat next to each other on our flight to New Orleans, where I also threw up on the flight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is... (laughs) <laughs> that is such a sad ending. I thought that it was going to be like, oh, we worked it out. It's cool. Like, no, it's no like, I just vomited again. <laughs> I'm a monster and then also was still one. <laughs> but honestly, I, res- I respect the hell out of it. Um, I have a frog in my throat. Okay. Uh, this one says, I went on a third date with this guy after, after going down on me for what... Sorry. Sometimes people don't use... A ton of punctuation in these so i and i so i okay so (laughs) i went on a third date with this guy and after going down on me for what seemed like 30 minutes let's say let's say skills were moderate at best (laughs) uh we we finally worked our way into doggy style where he decided to finish on my back the story could have ended there, except he immediately exited the room and entered and entered the shower, leaving me to create what can only be described as a human table to catch all the cum in the bend of my lower back as I shuffled to the bathroom and joined the shower. Needless to say, we dated for four years after that night, <laughs> and I'll never get those years back. Needless to say. Yeah, needless <laughs> Obviously, we dated for four more years. <laughs> if if a guy comes on you and doesn't clean it up, fuck that guy. Yeah. I do have a question, though. Like, is she in... Did she say if she was at her apartment or his? Because if it was his place, I would just let it fall. I would, I would didn't. roll all yeah. over that bed. I'm like, you don't want to clean me? Fine. Your bed will. <laughs> yeah, no... It, yeah, no, she she did not say. I mean, I would assume it was his place if mm-hmm. he felt um, comfortable he felt enough that, to yeah, hop into the shower. I did th- imagine it was his place based on the story. Yeah. If it was his place, I would not worry that much about keeping it clean. Also, yeah, sometimes they'll, like, sometimes they'll, like, leave to, like, go get you, like, a paper towel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, like, don't come back fast enough. And I'm, like... I'm, like, are, are you, like, not a feminist? Or, like, what are you... Yeah. It... It is your jism. Mm-hmm. And also, it's so, it, it really is crazy to clean up. It, it's not a, the viscosity of cum is so crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, I will, this isn't exactly the same, but I, I slept with this guy a couple of times where he would, here's my thing. So it's like, after you come, that doesn't mean sex is over, first of all. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I think a lot of guys go, well, I came so no. Because yeah. that's what sex is. They're like, oh, so now we're finished. I'm like, first of all, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm burping. <laughs> I'm burping. <laughs> but it's like, but I, I slept with this one guy where he would, he would come, pull out really fast. Also, if I, if I like you and you come, I go, stay in. Yeah. I think, I think it's like romantic, but also it's just like. I'm a I'm a person. I'm not like you. Weren't, you're not like right. jacking off into my body. So I'm like, exactly, hang yeah. out for a second and like, give me a kiss and a hug. You know? Yeah. I'm a big. I go after you come, stand me until you're soft. That, right. that's, that's I maybe I'm crazy. No, I I'm with you. I don't. If you like pull out right away, I'm like I do feel a little used. I'm like, like yeah. that was like, because it also like feels good. Oh like, yeah, the like the way a dick feels after it comes like feels good. I'm like no, like 
Now it feels nice. And also, like this, the guy I'm dating right now, it's like I'm I'm on I have an IUD and we're exclusively fucking. So it's like he like comes inside me, mm-hmm. which I find very erotic. And then I'm like, and now just hold on to me. Like, yeah, it's I it's like really it's like kind of it's like kind of loving, but also horny. Yeah, I know. I 100% agree with you. I also am like I do like I'm not a big fan of like how come feels around so like if my choice was like like I don't know I'm like if you're gonna like if I'm sucking you off like I'd rather just you come in my mouth than have to like clean myself oh yeah right I have I could count on one hand the amount of blowjobs I've given to completion I like I whenever I blow somebody it's like as like an appetizer like Mm. like I always do is like foreplay and then we have sex but like so yeah, I mean honestly, I don't, I, don't, I think I'm I'd probably be kind of bad at it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really sensitive gag reflex, oh. <laughs> and cum tastes kind of bad. <laughs> it tastes like somebody mixed salt and baking soda with like yeah. um, it's really like salty and bitter. Yeah, it's salty and bitter. That's that's what's kind of crazy. Yeah, I wish I was because like some of my friends are like, no, you just you just stick it back there and you don't even taste it. I'm like. If I could do that, I'd be good at taking a shot of tequila. That's and a, that's fair. But, yeah, uh, I'm not yeah. I'm not built for it. But yeah, yeah but I, I slept with this guy where he would he, he would come, he would pull out immediately, and then run off and put his underwear on. <laughs> like he he wouldn't even like lay in the bed naked. That is honestly wild. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you need to go to therapy. Yeah, because being naked is one of the like few pleasures we have in this life is like yeah laying like laying naked with another person is so yeah like good for you I yeah. think like like touching skin is like literally good for, yeah I feel, no I, I, I 100% agree I've definitely talked about this on this podcast and I'm, I'm like repeating myself but like they've done this they've done these studies on like um preemie babies where this I think this was like in the like 70s or something so like they but they did you actually you went to MIT you know this but they they, they did this study on preemie babies where they would the nurses would come in every 45 minutes and touch mm-hmm. touch the preemie babies and then there was a control group that they wouldn't get touched at all and they're the, the babies that they touched for for years up to like six mm-hmm. years later were like they were like stronger they mm-hmm. like they like they grew faster they were like they tested better they were like yeah. they they were just like they like absorbed nutrients better like because like skin on skin is like so yeah important and it's like that's the thing is like when people are like lonely it's like yeah it's like it's hard it's hard to find somebody that you can just like lay on top of naked but it's like so good for you yeah I know, and that's it's also like fascinating that they were able to do that as like a randomized control trial of like we're gonna be nice to these babies and oh not God. these babies. I know <laughs> that's like when they would do they did that they did a study um, for like circumcising uh, kids like I think I think they did do it in Africa, but it was like because they found that like circumcision like um, decreased your chance of um getting aids yeah and and it, they did the study for like they didn't even like finish the study where they were like it's unethical to continue the study with control groups because like we gotta yeah it's like we know that this <laughs> is like a big difference and we can't just keep like not yeah. giving this treatment to people yeah which is which is it is crazy because it's like i would if i had a if i had a baby i would never cut off a big chunk of his penis yeah. but but i don't live in 
Well, yeah. I live in the United States. Where That's like- a hard call for me because I don't have a penis and I don't know like what the difference is. But like the idea of like making that big of a decision for a baby feels really weird. <laughs> well, I wouldn't I wouldn't even pierce my baby's ears. Exactly. Like, yeah. Because it. I, if if my child grew up and said I want my ears pierced and I was like if you would like to go through the trauma of having a needle poked through your ears then go ahead but I would never yeah. and I know I guess I know that is like kind of like a cultural thing like where people like pierce their baby's ears yeah. and stuff but it's like it just it it I, yeah I, mean, I would like they won't remember it but it's like yeah but they still like feel it like yeah. do you have your ears pierced I did I didn't because my mom was like, no, you can do it when you're 13. And like, by the time I got to 13, I was like, I don't, I don't like this. Yeah. No. And I, and I, I at 13, I went, I want my ears pierced. And I went, they- yeah, my sister did, but I was like, mm, I'm scared. <laughs> I just, so I just don't have anything pierced at all, which is like weird. Yeah. I, you know, and then I, I got them pierced and then I didn't wear earrings for about 15 years. And like just in the last like six months, I started wearing earrings again, but I, yeah, I, I was like, I'm not really like a jewelry person. Like, yeah. I don't like wearing rings because my um, fingers, when I wash my hands, my fingers stay wet. Mm-hmm. And I don't <laughs> like that feeling. So I, I never wear rings because I don't like that wet feeling. Yeah. As I'm like, I'm like, I wouldn't wear, like when I think about, I'm burping again. Oh, I can't stop burping. When I think about getting engaged, I'm like, I would get engaged, but in no, I'm never wearing an engagement ring and I'm not wearing a wedding ring because I don't like wearing rings. They're yeah. uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. just like, if that's what I have to do to, so people don't hit on me at bars or whatever, I'm like, I don't care about that. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm with you actually. I've never like really worn a ring regularly. And I, I had a friend who like right after she got engaged, she like took her ring off at a rest stop to like wash her hands. And then like an hour later was like, I've lost my diamond. <laughs> and I feel like I would definitely do oh, that. Yeah. One of my one of my friends got engaged and she she's been she's been dying to get engaged and she's mm-hmm. so she's so excited and stuff and she she came to one of my comedy shows and so so they're like sitting down on the like lower level and I was like up in the balcony with the other comics and I can see her down there <laughs> a comic is on stage doing their goddamn best and I'm, I can see my friend on there just literally <laughs> holding her hand out and just kind of twisting it back and forth and just staring at this <laughs> staring at this $50,000 engagement ring and I'm just like like literally like yeah nothing you can say is better than <laughs> looking at this fucking rock that we <laughs> excavated like yeah <laughs> I don't get it I'm glad I'm glad it makes some people happy but for me, I'm just going to go, I signed the papers, and if you don't believe me, then buy me beer and see yeah. what happens. Like, I'm loose anyway, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what a tangent. All right, let's see what, I have, I have one, I have one more little uh, story to tell you. Okay, um, so this is back, this is from the audience, this isn't some weird bullshit I'm making up anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, for the listeners, I'm kind of drunk for this podcast. I doesn't. <laughs> okay, I, I do them after the show, but today I'm like a little extra, like w- wired. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Sorry, unfortunately, you're good. you're good. I've been drinking. You're down here in the freaking basement mm-hmm. with an absolute an absolute loon. Okay, um, one more. Um, I threw up after taking my fifth shot pre gaming in my apartment. My Uber was already calling me, saying they're waiting downstairs. So. I swished water in my mouth and grabbed a stick of bubble mint gum 
bubble mint. But yeah, bubble mint. It's not well, mint. Yeah, I was like, I feel like it's one of the. It's it's bubble. Well, all right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right, bubble mint gum, <laughs> and ran out the door. I met up with this guy. I've been casually hooking up with. Uh, we made out on the dance floor, and he says, Mmm, you taste like bananas. <laughs> I did not eat bananas that day. <laughs> so if you combine bubble mint and vomit, it tastes like bananas? If you combine the two, <laughs> it makes a delicious banana-flavored <laughs> mouth. Oh, wait, no. Actually, wait. I lied. I won't. I'm going to read you one more. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, a few years ago, I made breakfast tacos for a guy I was seeing and threw a bunch of fresh jalapenos on top, which is bone chilling. Uh, this batch of peppers was particularly spicy, and after making breakfast, I could still feel a burning sensation on my fingers, even after washing my hands a few times. Unfortunately, I didn't think too much about this before going down on this guy and mm. then having sex with him. As we're having sex, I start panicking that I contracted an STD in the last three minutes because my pussy is burning. <laughs> Turns out those jalapenos went from my mouth to his dick to my vagina and everywhere in between. Talk about hot sex. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch out for peppers. I know. You have to be careful. Yeah. I've never, I've never had... Uh, I can't remember what I was eating, but there was like a moment where I was like... He was like a about to touch my vagina and I went wait a minute we had it might have been flaming hot cheetos I can't remember what it was but I was like I was like hold on a goddamn second (laughs) yeah (laughs) I remember I was like I was making guacamole with somebody who I won't identify in any way um but I'm related to and we (laughs) like she was like helping me chop peppers and I was like now whatever you do like uh don't like the, the like we were using I put habanero in my guacamole and so I was like when you cut the habanero like just wash your hands a lot like don't touch like your eye or whatever and she like went to the bathroom and like didn't wash her hands and she like came upstairs and she was like I wiped myself <laughs> I was like oh no you shouldn't have. you should have washed your hands wait but also I'm like what was she using? One square of toilet paper? There should be more of a barrier. That is a good question. Because <laughs> when I wipe and my fingers are covered in pee, I go, oh, man. Yeah. Like, what if I, I go, I just screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Don't, don't touch. One time I was peeing in a bar bathroom and this woman came out of the bathroom and went, oh. she was like, oh, I got pee all, my, all over my hand. Hold on. And I, it was such an, it was such an honest moment because I was like, I was totally, I was like, Oh, I have been there. Yeah. Sometimes you just wipe a little wonky and you're like, yeah, you're oh, like, oh. I'm covered in piss. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm yeah. covered in urine. I'm in my own urine. <laughs> I just, okay, so the multiple vomit stories reminded me of like one really quick story I remembered that I forgot about for a long time. But like in college one yes, time, I hooked up with this guy. <laughs> yeah, I like literally forgot about this for like 20 years. I was like hooking up with this guy and I was very drunk and I was like getting, I was getting nauseous and he was very nice as, and he, um, grabbed like his laundry hamper and he was like throw up in here and I threw up in his laundry hamper oh my god and then I was like I'm so sorry and he was like no that's what it's there for and I was like okay and then like 30 minutes later like we're still up and I was like that is not what that's there for (laughs) (laughs) well I feel like sometimes like like when you get done with sex and you need to like wipe off like men will like just they'll just grab like the t-shirt they were wearing and they'll like wipe the cum off and I'm always like 
Weren't you gonna wear that again? <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm wearing everything like three or four. Uh, they're mm-hmm. always like they're always like no, it's fine. They use their t-shirts like yeah. rags, <laughs> so it doesn't super surprise. He's <laughs> like, no, it's a garbage. It's a hamper. Yeah, it's like no science. It's, it's there. I was like, it's, you do not you have that shit in there. But, uh, yeah, it's, go, it's, <laughs> it's going like, into the it's going into the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Our live story comes from Sonique Smythe, and Sonique is a Chicago performer. This was recorded in August of 2021. Here's Sonique Smythe. We sold our words for property, but we didn't mean to know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so I'm going to tell you a story about my study abroad experience in France. Ooh. Ooh. I am insufferable, I am. A little bit about me, um, I was very sheltered growing up. Um, so sheltered that I used to smoke oregano cigarettes after school. <laughs> and um, I don't mean that a senior sold that to me, I thought it was weed or anything. I decided that I would roll oregano cigarettes after school to unwind. <laughs> Like I had worked like a long shift at Denny's. <laughs> so I'd hang out in my garage like smoking them. My mom would come home and she's like, oh, like, did you make spaghetti? I'm like, would you like to know twits? Embarrassing. <laughs> 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 um, so sheltered that we didn't really have the sex talk until after I had sex with my uh, Spanish exchange student boyfriend, Sergio, <laughs> in college. Um, and honestly, after the whole Hilaria Baldwin thing, I'm not even sure if he was actually Spanish. <laughs> like, I might have just fucked a regular white guy. <laughs> 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 so, um, growing up, I was like an overachiever, you know, perfect attendance. So, as a result, I was a late bloomer, okay? Like, the first dick I actually saw was when I was also 18, and it was with a guy that um, I was like secretly dating. Um, in that all of my friends knew about him, but his friends didn't know about me. <laughs> yeah, I know, it was really pathetic. Um, but uh, the first penis I ever saw was actually uncircumcised, which isn't a problem. Like, I love a surprise. Um, but it's uncommon for American women, right? Like, uh, the majority of people who have penises in this country are cut, you know? And... <laughs> And it's weird because like America's the only country in the world where like across the board we're all okay with cutting off baby dicks. <laughs> and it's like not even a religious thing, it's because some like serial tycoon didn't want boys jerking off. <laughs> William Kellogg, the corn flakes guy, it's real. Like look it up, it's actually true. I dare you to Google it. Um, so first thing I ever saw was uncircumcised, which is probably how I end up in France. The French love turtlenecks. Um, Both as fashion and as Athena says. Um, So I spent my time when I was 19 in Paris, and I was super excited about it. Like, I got like a new haircut and everything. It was a little pixie. Um, Looking back, I realized that I don't know how I didn't know I was bisexual. But I'm living my best little, like, black, you know, manic pixie homegirl experience <laughs> around Paris. Um, until this fateful day that really brought me down to earth. Um, there's this thing, right? It's called Louis Ponge. 
And it's this like event where like all these museums and art exhibits across the city are like open super late, it's free, it's really exciting. It's an excuse to get together with your friends and drink in public, but it's for la culture, you know? <laughs> That's French for culture. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, my friends and I thought it'd be really chic. That's French for chic. <laughs> You know, go down, get some champagne, and drink by the Eiffel Tower. That's French for Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so it was like a great time. We're hanging out, we're drinking, it's a good time. Um, that night, I get a text from this guy named Dimitri, who was like my French English language exchange partner, right? And I was really into him. And it had been several months since my allegedly Spanish boyfriend. So I was like, I'm gonna fuck Dimitri tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking all night, and um, I pee a lot. Like, I pee a lot. Like, I have to pee now. I won't do it, because I'll, you have to pay for it first, but like, I won't do it all year. But I have to pee a lot, you know? It's probably a problem. Um, I don't have insurance, so we'll never know. But it's like, whatever, you know? We're gonna go meet up with Dimitri. My friends were like, okay, girl, we got you. We're gonna ride on this train together. We're gonna go to his apartment. We're gonna scope it out. We have a good time. Then we're gonna drop you off, because we're feminists. We're gonna make sure you're good. I'm like, perfect, let's do it. So, we're on our way to the metro, and I have to pee, as is customary. And my friend has to pee too, but she like pops a squat in the alley. And I wasn't comfortable doing that, because I've been in France for only two months, and the thing about France is that public urination is totally legal. Like, you can just, like, pee outside. Like, anywhere, right? Like, I saw so many men just, like, pissing in the middle of the day. I kid you not, one day, I saw a guy stand out in the middle of a sidewalk, whip his dick out, and pee in front of McDonald's. And, like, the McDonald's was right there. Like, you could have gone to the McDonald's. Because the thing is, no matter what country you live in, you can always pee in the McDonald's. <laughs> it's like why it's called the Golden Arches. It's like, <laughs> but I wasn't comfortable peeing. I was like, you know, no problem. I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna get to his place. I'll pee there in the toilet. No problem. So we get on the train and it's rough. It's getting rough. I'm sitting there and I feel my bladder pulsate. Oh, Which no. is the thing I did not know we could do. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you got this. You got a bladder of steel, girl. You could do this. Like, you are your ancestors' wildest dreams. Like, <laughs> I look up and I realize that we are 13 stops away no. from his apartment. So the train stops and I bolt. I just run off the train. <laughs> I don't know, the spirit of my ancestors carried me off the train. And mind you, I'm with friends. So they're like hanging out, laughing, having a good time. And Sadiq just runs off the train. <laughs> so they chase after me. They're like, Sadiq, you okay? They're running after me. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I'm out on the streets. I'm frantically looking for an open bathroom. And I feel a final pulse and just release. <laughs> And I walk over to a bench and I sit, which I think was a trauma response. It was like, it was like we should be sitting when we pee. My friends find me there and they laugh because it's 
it's funny. It's funny. Like I, I, I was kind of mad at the time, but looking back, it's like it's fucking funny. I was <laughs> on a bench. So let me finish. <laughs> and I think the logical thing to do would be like, okay, you're gonna go home, take a shower, cry a little bit, probably, <laughs> go to sleep. But I told you I'm an overachiever, <laughs> and I had perfect attendance. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss this dick appointment. <laughs> so I decide, fuck it, I'm going to Dimitri's. <laughs> so my friends are like, alright, let's do it. So we, get in a cab, we get in a cab and we go. And like, they're real friends, but also they're dirty ass bitches. Cause y'all watch me pee and then sat in a cab with me. <laughs> pee myself, right? So, get to this place and it's a good time. And he somehow doesn't it's like still kind of like a scientific like anomaly of <laughs> like how he didn't smell like the old dirty like urine. <laughs> I'm person, right? So the night progresses and I'm like, I'm gonna do it. They're like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. So they leave. And I had sex with Dimitri that night in his bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After I peed myself. Um, <laughs> lowest moment of my life, but also highest moment of my life. Greatest <laughs> achievements on my resume. <laughs> um, he wanted to go down on me, which I would not allow, <laughs> because I have standards. There is a line that I will not cross. Um, I figured he could fuck me, and at least he'll be like, hey, the pussy's basic, but he'll never say that it was salty. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Liz Greenwood. Yeah, uh, follow me at some other Liz on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>